Did he just tell me to shut up? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> he might be allowed to tell me to shut up. I think I know him. We're friends. Pretty, pretty, pretty well at this point. So, yeah. Um, That's fair. Speaking of knowing things pretty well, this is episode 44 of Your House, Our Rules. We're sneaking up on 50, y'all. But, you know, we got two uh, old school guys back here. Luke Stolze and Chris Shad, both been on the podcast before. Um, you know them. You love them. Uh, you know we're going to get some gaming content in. Um, so what we're going to talk about a little bit today is we're all Call of Duty guys. We all kind of come from that environment. We all went to school at the same time back at Elder. And uh, Stolze was just a gear younger than us. But, you know, uh, Modern Warfare 2 was really what, like, created that ultimate love for shooters and uh we're going to review that but i think i kind of want to talk about something that is more all-encompassing of all types of games especially shooters right now which is skill-based matchmaking um it's something that you know it has the community of a lot of uh different games and genres divided but i think a lot of people are more of a proponent for not having it but the devs kind of keep it in there so you know the newer players don't get fucked over every single time they do but uh, i kind of want to kick it off with stolzy on this one because i think that you're probably the most talented shooter out of uh, all three of us so uh how do you feel about skill-based matchmaking man because obviously your lobbies are going to get pulled up a lot more uh dude my lobbies i might as well be in the cdl at this point but <laughs> like the thing is like they've always had a certain type of skill-based matchmaking like of course like think back to like even cod 4 mw2 like when you're when you're playing you never played against guys that were like rank one no. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it was closer to guys your rank, so it was, like, it wasn't skill-based based off of, like, score per minute like it is now. Mm-hmm. And it also wasn't as cranked as it is now. No. Like, if you win three games in a row, like, Spilly, you've played with played with me where, you know, yeah. we dominate for three games, and then all of a sudden the algorithm or whatever kicks in, right. and it's, like, boom. Like, the gamer tags change, the, the play styles exactly. change, everything changes. When I'm playing Apex, I play with a lot of different people on Apex, but my cousin Jack, who's probably one of the reasons why I even play video games as much as I do, because, like, knowing him my whole life, we always game back on N64 and shit like that. Whenever I get in his lobbies in Apex, they're significantly different. Significantly different than anybody else oh, I play with. It's like, two different games. Yeah, it's two completely different games. And you start to see the levels with each different person. Uh, but like you said, uh, one thing that I think about the entire situation is that, like like you said, it's cranked right now. Like, when I was a kid, the first time I really noticed it was right around Advanced Warfare, Call of Duty. That was the one that, like, I was like, damn, these lobbies are significantly better than most of the other ones i played. But uh, I don't know. Do you, well, how do you see them, Chad? Um, <clears throat> I think it's good for them to have it just because most of their player base is casual players. Yeah. But... Like you guys were saying, I definitely think it needs like tweaked a little bit because it definitely is not the same as it used to be. I feel like they kind of had it right before and then they backtracked and made everything sweaty now. Right. Now, do you think that that's just because you think it might have something to do with the fact that like as we progress through like gaming and stuff like that? Because that was back on the Xbox 360. We're talking about Modern Warfare 2. Do you think that overall gamers have just gotten better and that might be why we're starting to see less of a skill gap? Um, yes and no. I think crossplay has a lot to do with it. You're running into just a way bigger group of people and with gaming being just bigger than it ever has been, yeah. I think that plays a big part in it. Yeah, and my a lot of my friends hate playing with me because I'm always on mouse and keyboard now and most of them are on controller. So when I get pulled into those lobbies, they're not used to playing with controller players. But like when I started playing right. Fortnite, and this is why I don't necessarily think that the gamers have just evolved. When I used to play Fortnite, we used to absolutely shit on kids and fucking <laughs> in the pub matches. And then out of nowhere, they started releasing like 
the ranked playlist, but at the same time, like, the actual lobbies started getting better. And it could have been mm-hmm. because everyone was just progressing as, like, the game was going on, but, like, it, it was significantly different. And uh, right. hitting that kid bush camping when it was you, the 1v1 at the right. end of the game. Like, I remember... But they was building that, yeah. Right. I remember, like, then you'd have, like, three squads left, and it would be, like, two full squads, and all of a sudden you have this fucking nobody just, like, hiding in a bush yeah. somewhere. It's like, well, this been is the easiest kill of all time. Oh, and, like, man. all of a sudden it was, like, we're getting knocked out, like like early on in the game or fucking midway through or something like that and it's like we're not seeing these just fucking absolute donuts fucking playing bro yeah right. getting sniped on rotation yeah and i think the style <laughs> yeah, changed yeah. a lot too i feel like they're more based on like not necessarily a slower pace but more set up for people to just sit in buildings and shit whereas i feel like it used to be way more open running gun type shit yeah um i, I definitely don't know. map development They've been, they've actually yeah. been open about that though, where like they literally said that they want to make like a safe space. Like if you go look at MW19 right. um, interviews with the devs, they literally said that they want to make it more camper. Like he, he was like, I don't want to <laughs> say campy. Yeah. I don't want to call it camper yeah. friendly or noob friendly. He's like, but we got to, you know. Yeah. And we I, have a base, right. Right. and I used to hate that style of gameplay back in the day. Even though to get like my first nukes when I first was on Modern Warfare Two, I was a camper, and then I discovered what <laughs> fucking uh, quick scoping was, and that just elevated my fucking right. game. But well, you know. and another thing, I was actually watching a Jev video the other day, and it was from like a year ago. Yeah, he was playing IW4X, that MW2 mod or whatever, mm-hmm. and he was like going through all the weapon challenges, and he was like 250 headshots for fall camo and he was like none of these things because it was like heartbeat sensor kills um extended mag kills and fmj kills yeah and he was and his main point was that none of those things change the way you play the way that these weapon camos are set up now it's like get 15 mounted kills get 30 prone kills get so and so this many kills so So they can really introduce yeah introduce the new mechanics they put yeah, and it wants it so they make you sit back and get long shots and mm. mounted kills, and it's they it's just the way the game is developed at this point. Like they want it, they want the casual guy to come home, play for an hour, and knock it shit on. Well, like right. we said and before, it, that's kind of the way that it is because the vast majority, and we don't understand as people who have been gaming so so long as we don't necessarily understand that like. 99% of the people who are playing the video game on an everyday basis and the vast amount of money that's being uh, put into the game is coming from an average gamer. Fucking someone, and when someone comes in who's just this fucking scrub that's never played video games before and they hop in and they're getting shit on by a team like us, they're not going to want to fucking right. play it anymore. Yeah, they're, they're, not buying, they're not buying But that's Smith's My up. whole thing with it is like, I think that that's like fucking what, what, uh, uh, an initiation into that fucking space. Like, I got shit on when I was a fucking kid. I didn't know how to pop shot in Gears of War 1, which was my first real shooter or anything like that. I had to fucking learn that shit. And, like, back then, I didn't have fucking YouTube that I can go on and just, like, learn how to do it. And, like, I I, I rarely even play a video game without watching uh, videos on it beforehand anymore. So, like, there's so many more tools and shit now that, like, it's kind of like you can progress faster even without having the, the skill. And I just think that there needs to be some, like, rite of passage. There has to be. Right. You fucking you scroll TikTok or YouTube shorts anymore and every other video is like, here's the best build for this gun or here's your settings that you need yeah, and all, all kinds of shit. Yeah. And that's the thing I, I don't understand. Like, I cannot like get like wrap my head around. Like, if they're so worried about keeping the, the casual gamer in here, then it's like, 
This gunsmith ain't for a casual gamer, dude. Like, you literally have to be in a military to not understand what this gunsmith is. <laughs> yeah, and I like, right. we were talking like, about... Like, you want to use an AK-47, there's three different AK-47s. Which one do you use? Which one's right. the AK-47? Yeah. The 7.62, the 5.56, the submachine gun? Like, what? what's happening? I mean, I, I see what they're doing. <clears throat> Excuse me. We were talking about the other day. Um, they want to have it so that each gun you can kind of make your own setup for it. So like I could have a super mobile like SMG AK-47 and do, do it that way. But the problem is <clears throat> what we have in Call of Duty, everyone who's playing Call of Duty is just going to slap the best fucking attachment on and they're all going to use it. That's why in like competitive right now, apparently all we're seeing is M4s. Like you, so you're going to see the same shit over and over again. No one's going to sit oh, there dude, and I actually talk test for an hour about. I can <laughs> talk for an hour about GAs right now. Like, yeah. Right. It is out of control. Yeah. And I mean... Which... We, it's, it's it's after some point you got to play the game you got to play the game right right like we can't yeah. like dude the fact that it took a community outrage to get snipers into the cdl just because smoke grenades are kind of busted like they're not even as bad as they were like in the past two like cold war they were really really bad so can you yeah. kind of can you kind of explain that a little bit yeah so and I think Apex has a little bit of it too like with the Bangalore smokes mm -hmm. where like if you pop it at your feet you can kind of see out of it, but they can't see in. And it's the same effect where if you're getting shot at, you can duck behind cover real quick, drop your smoke, and they think that you're leaving, but you can pop back up and you can at least see, you know, that little red diamond that's above their heads and you still get aim oh, assist. Yeah. The problem is the person aiming in doesn't have aim assist and doesn't get that red dot yeah, or the red diamond above. So it's like complete. it's broken in a way, but it's like, just don't use it that way. Use it for crosses, right. use it for, you know what I mean? Like, Well, that's I, where the whole gentleman's agreement comes in, which is something right. that happens in competitive gameplay. But, like, when you're talking about skill-based matchmaking as a whole, like, one of the issues that we have is, like, the devs are in control of it. I think there's a lot yeah. of people who would like to have a public Not even the devs, it's Activision. It's straight-up Activision. Like, yeah. the devs, for the most part, are on our side. Well, I mean, I wouldn't just call that Activision because... <laughs> Sorry, I have a little bit of a cough, but I, I think that a lot of games have that. Like Apex, that has skill-based matchmaking, and you can kind of see it in just about every game. But like, I think a lot of people do want to have a playlist where they can go in and just casually game with their friends. Nick Merckx was on there the other day, and he was talking about, he's like, I can't really play Apex with my friends because I pull go into a lobby and I pull it up, and they don't want to get fucking shit on the whole time. Mm -hmm. So why can't we have a playlist where I can just fucking goon out and all my friends can fucking at least enjoy the game with me? Now, the thing about it is if we were to make a playlist that was especially for that, like you have a skill-based or you have ranked playlist and then a regular playlist that has skill-based matchmaking and then one that just has no skill-based matchmaking, the only person who's going to go into that non-skill-based matchmaking are the really good players. So you just get a fucking counter effect in a different playlist. So The thing is, though, man, is like the problem with the skill-based matchmaking as a whole, though, is like the higher the skill base is, the worse your connection gets because they don't care about latency they don't care about ping they just care about who who they can get in a lobby that has similar skill bait or uh, score per minutes so even if i'm playing with my you know i'm playing with my buddy jeff or whatever he never he gets 10 kills a game i'm dominating his lobbies but our skill base is so bad because we're playing three people that are my you know my yeah. skill level and they're playing three people that are his and it's just all over the map so i'm sitting like yeah. 90 to 100 well, in ping i don't right. think all of them work like that apparently apex only pulls from the top player so like, halo and call of duty both do that okay yeah where they so, pull from different 
think. And that's how you can get a little bit of a variety, like mixing players and stuff like that. But like you were talking about with like latency and shit like that, like uh, average players might be running on fucking 10 megabytes per second fucking internet or something like that. Right. And like I have right. 500 over here. So yeah, yeah, I mean, the whole skill base. I mean, like if you're thing. paying for it, it should work. Yeah. Like you can't, like, why are you dumbing down my stuff if I'm paying for it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, well, that gets into the whole fucking scenario with Call of Duty, which we can start getting into a little bit. And it's the reason why I, we're going to do a whole review on it. I haven't even played the regular game. I've watched a little bit of streams and stuff like that. I've only played Warzone because it's free. And my whole thing is I looked at what was going on with all the top streamers and shit. And I did not want to fucking spend $70 to play that game. So... I mean, what what are your guys kind of feeling on it? Because I know you guys uh, actually kind of like the game or think that it has potential. It's just they're not doing the right things. Um, go ahead, Spills. Or go ahead, uh, Stolzy. I, I just as 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 much as I'm like playing the game and going through it and everything, it's just like it just seems like the game wasn't ready. Like all in all, like well, with no. the PC crashes and everything like that. Like the game. It just wasn't ready, I mean, and that's why they went to this two-year cycle so they could keep, you know, make, release a more polished game and everything. But like, it's still a three-year cycle on these games, dude. Like, you're still getting three years every, for every game. If yeah. Treyarch, Sledgehammer, and Raven are all doing it, or Infinity Ward are all doing it, there's a three-year gap in there if you just if you just develop the game. Exactly. So it's like. Come on, man. Like, we got to right. figure this out. I made a billion dollars in three days. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it's like, <laughs> it's crazy. And that's another reason why, because, like, we've learned at this point in time that the games have become so advanced since, like, the new Xbox One ga games and shit like that, that, like, they can't keep up and with the one year cycle, apparently. I don't know what it is, but Shad was talking to me the other day. He's like, there's no hardcore, there's no ground war. I don't think there's, like, a fucking yeah. active ranked system in the fucking game. And it's like, these are all things that have been in every fucking call of duty on the same goddamn unreal engine that we've been running since fucking call of duty one like right why can't we get the shit that has been in all of them it is a like, modified engine it's yeah. not the it's not the og quake engine but yeah yeah well like he said it was like it came out and it's like it wasn't ready they didn't have hardcore they didn't have leaderboards uh they had all their game crashes for like three weeks for like two My weeks still yeah warzone's still fucking yeah. crashing yeah right for you're like calling, three, calling for like a precision airstrike, my game might crash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for like two weeks, you couldn't play with a party of more than three, or else it would yeah. just crash. This, this is the regular like arena style Call of Duty. Yeah, this is just normal yeah. Modern Warfare Two multiplayer. Jesus Christ! It, and it's like they're it's like they waited until season one to finish their game, but they released it before season one was ready. Well, it's now I can I can comment on that. They did release this game early to get the CDL started okay i got gotcha. you this game's always a november release if you think yeah. back it's always yeah, first week yeah. In november. up until last year was, i think right yeah and that's yeah. because of the cdl like they want to get the cdl started as early as possible gotcha. problem it is was, it was just weird you can't not have not private having... parties you can't have private lobbies yeah, yeah. oh yeah there's it was no just weird games. not having um there is but you got to like do some backdoor hacking like you got to look like the shit in my background <laughs> in order to <laughs> get into a private lobby and scrim right yeah More it, was, it was just it was just weird, a Call of Duty game coming out with no leaderboards, like no barracks and no hardcore. Like those those were like staples of the game. Yeah. It, it makes and, absolutely no sense. And it's a fucking triple A company. It's Activision. They've right. And they're making more years. money and they're making more money than ever with battle passes and skins and shit. Oh, yeah. Like there's no excuse for it. To be oh, yeah. seventy dollars on release with that little shit. 
Yeah. yeah. No, it, it's stupid. And it's one of those things where, like, I was talking to y'all, and I was like, I might get the game when it's, like, $35 a couple months right. and the game's actually released. Because where we're at now with Call of Duty, they release it, like, the actual multiplayer, and then they have updates that are releasing the stuff that we've seen in every other game continue. Yeah. So it's just like, I, in my opinion, it wasn't worth the fucking $70. Now, Warzone, I think, has the right idea with what they're doing there because it's free and it's going completely off mm-hmm. microtransactions. So, yeah. Yeah, I got that and I checked it out. Um, there's definitely some good about the game. I think that like uh, all around the Call of Duty Warzone is the most like realistic, unless you're playing like Arma, the most realistic combat simulator that you can really play, or at least from a AAA company. Because like the it feels like an actual like cityscape with like these outskirt towns and like oil factories and stuff like that. It feels like a real life thing. Uh, everything has multiple levels. You know, when you're playing games like Apex or whatever, everything's kind of set on like three stages. Right. There's not, there's not fucking much elevation or whatever. Now, if you're talking about from like a camping standpoint, you might not like the gameplay, and I do not necessarily like the gameplay because of that. But like, I was going through it with Stosi the other day, and I'm watching or I'm walking through fucking the desert, and we're just like huffing it through the fucking desert nothing right. around us at all and you can hear fucking precision airstrikes in the fucking like in the distance and it's stuff and it was like, yeah, like you're the sound war. was great like it's a really cool like game in that aspect but like when it comes down to actual gameplay it feels a lot like cod to me and maybe i'm just getting burnt out on cod and that's why i wasn't enjoying it but like the first couple days i played it i was all right but like last saturday uh, I was thinking about watching the USA England game and I was like debating on it. And I, after like an hour or two of playing that day, I was just like, you know what? I'd much rather go watch that game because I'm just not really having all that much fun playing this. Right. Yeah. So how do y'all feel about the, the war zone? I'm enjoying it. Um, I think it still needs some work on their servers, obviously. Um, yeah. but I think visually it's fantastic. I do think it plays like COD, obviously. Um, I, I get bored playing solo, so I got to team up to play it. But other than that, like, I enjoy it. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. That's uh that's how I've been with video games for a very long time now. Uh, I can't right. really play them by myself. I was playing Apex the other day by myself and actually having some fun with it. But Call of Duty or anything like that, there's absolutely no way I could play this game by myself. Absolutely. I think proximity chat's the best thing they could have done. <laughs> proximity chat, proximity chat is really cool. It has its issues because, like you know, yeah. that there's a team around you, but at right. the same time, like you can have some really funny moments. Have you? Well, you can any- turn it off too. You don't have to have it on. Exactly. Have you had um, any really good moments? Because most of the times I try to talk to people, they just get silent. I had one. We were playing uh, unhinged trios, and we joined. You can join another squad in that. Mm-hmm. And so, me and my buddy squatted up with another team of three to make a squad of five, and we just fucking wrecked the lobby in one. <laughs> yeah, no. it was hilarious. Isn't that, but they were cool. Yeah, how does toxic? That, how does that unhinged work exactly? Because I was looking at it's that. The most toxic game mode of all time. <laughs> it can like, yeah. team up, with dude. It's, 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 it's yeah. You it's can as request as to join as... or invite another squad to yours. Yeah, it's like as close to Rust as you're going to get in Call of Duty. Like, it's literally like, hey, man, you want to join our squad? You're the last one on your squad alive. Like, leave your squad, <laughs> join our squad. And he's like, yeah, okay, but you have him out right. in the middle of the street. And you just pop. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> like, it's the most toxic shit ever. Yeah. yeah, it definitely can be. No, I mean, that sounds like, all right, that's one of those things where I think they're incorporating a little bit more of, like, a community aspect. Like, that's more for mm-hmm. funny moments rather than, like, actual, like, hardcore gameplay. 
So oh, I yeah, do wish no... it was like a true proximity chat though. Yeah. Like I wish it was like if I'm far away, I want you to like barely be able to hear me. Like if I'm in yeah, a truck, I, I want you I want my voice to get louder as I'm coming to you. That would be like, cool. But the one thing that I have to say about proximity chat, it doesn't seem to be working correctly. Like I've had it work sometimes. I've had it work for people on my team sometime when we all have it on, but like sometimes Shad can hear someone and I can't. Yeah, well, and when I was playing with you that day on stream, um, yeah, we could hear them, but they couldn't hear me talking. Yeah, it just just all kinds of stupid stuff. And like, let me ask you this, Chad, does your high alert work? Um, I haven't on used War, it on Warzone, Warzone. as I'm on Warzone. Spilly, have you used it? What What are you talking about? So I can send you a link on it. Merck tweeted out that apparently people that have the actual bot. MW2 are having issues in Warzone with their high alert, but people that bought just that got just the free version of Warzone, the perks are working just fine. And I swear, I was swearing up and down to people that I, I started running Ghost in Warzone because my high alert wasn't working. And I was like, I mean, I guess I run around and look like in circles a lot, but I'm like, I'm not looking at anybody, right? Like, so it should, it, like, I should be getting it triggered, but it's not. So you're telling me that the people who spent seventy dollars on the game are getting perks to work, but the people who didn't, the perks don't work in the fucking game. Dude, I will send you. Hang I've on. I've seen something me, about that too. Hang on. I'll send you. I'll wild. tag you. Well, that's. We'll tag you in the thread right that's now. That's another issue that I had with the fucking Warzone being dropped or whatever. When I got on, I played for the first day, no problem. It was hard because it was super laggy, and you know yeah. that is what it is. I'm not gonna hate on Call of Duty for that because no matter how big your company is, what game it is. The first day, you're always going to have some fucking latency errors. Uh, but yeah, where was I going with that fucking? I got distracted by my fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, I mean, since that was my fault that you got distracted. Yeah. Merck tweeted to Tfue. I guess Tfue was streaming. Merck was watching him. And Merck said, so wait, perk packages work for people who don't own MW2 multiplayer? I'm watching Tfue run around with high alert on it. I'm so jealous. I tweeted, holy shit, I thought I was going insane telling people my high alert didn't work. And I got <laughs> multiple likes on that tweet. Yeah. So I'm not oh, alone. <laughs> so that's wild because like, I was running Ghost too, and I I got killed really sketchily the other day. Some dude just like dropped in and landed right on me inside a building. And I'm like, how the fuck does he know where I'm at? Like, I was supposed to have Ghost on. Yeah. And so that's, that's wild. And I didn't folks, think about that's that. are completely different in the two. In the right. two. Multiplayer, they're cranked towards it, and they're... Right. And that's yeah, where that's where I was going with the uh, with the statement before was uh, the second day that I played it wasn't letting me play because it kept giving me that glitch where it said you need to buy the full game in order to play Warzone and to yeah. me that is something that is completely fucking unacceptable on a fucking game release like if you're gonna release a, a paid game along with the unpaid game you should not have anyone not able to play your unpaid game because of that because like if I was a new player to that and I logged on and saw that fucking glitch. I would say fuck yes. this shit. I'm yeah, out. you're just throwing your hands up and yeah. yeah. Well, like, how I'll, many people I'll do you think actually it. went and bought it too? Seeing that, uh, a yeah. lot. Because that probably fucked question. a lot of people it, out of seventy dollars. How sketchy is fucking Activision <laughs> well, and, that right. they might have done that to fucking get right. people to buy the game was a little extra cash grab because we know you're greedy, you fucks. <laughs> Dude, it was so it was so fucked from Jump Street because like I don't know, uh, Shad, if you downloaded through BattleNet or if you no, went to I was on PlayStation, so. So Battle.net, you couldn't download it because the servers got overloaded. So I heard it was, that. It was a Battle.net issue, it. though. Yes, it was a Battle.net issue. But the problem was, I'm thinking, okay, I'll just go download it on Steam so I can play Warzone. So now I'm playing Warzone on Steam, 
and MW2 multiplayer on Battle.net. So, I go into Warzone on Steam one day, and the only way I can get in is if I completely delete my account and restart everything. Oh, no shit. So I'm like, okay, now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I still had to buy the game on Steam, even though I had the license on my computer from Battle.net. So and I'm like, this is dude. so stupid. Yeah, like, no, nah, and it was, it was, I had kind of like a similar issue, not quite as extreme, but when I was going from Steam, like we said on the first day, trying to download it, I tried to download it on Battle.net the next day, so I didn't have to pay $70 fucking dollars. And when right. I logged in, all my key band binds and settings were completely reset. It's like, and it's the same Activision account. Like, it's just on a different software that we're right. running it. So, I I don't know. There's so many fucking bugs, and it just kind of makes you fucking like, let's do something about this because it, it needs to fucking be changed. It needs to be fixed, and I think that people are too willing to just drop that $70 and say fuck it to get the new Call of Duty. That's why I didn't yeah. do it this year. I refuse to do it. I, bought, I didn't do it with uh, Vanguard. You didn't? No, I never got Vanguard. Was, that I, was I saw actually, it a couple times, and that, I'm like, nah. That was actually the first one that I didn't do it, because I bought Cold Same. War, and fucking, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get Cold War. I'm going to see how this goes, and then I, I played it for maybe like a day or two, and I don't even think I'm like level 30 in that game and never picked it up right. again. And it was just like, I liked oh. Cold War. Um, maybe a little biased just because I was decent at it, but I've, I liked it. I just didn't have anybody to play it with, so I played it for like two weeks, and I was done. Yeah. Well, well, I was I was disgusting at it. Yeah, it's a Treyarch <laughs> game, so I, I'd imagine that it was probably oh, one yeah. of the better gameplay wise than all the other Call of Duty. It played decent. Thirty year old Luke's gonna dominate everything. <laughs> which gets me to fucking like a little bit of a hopeful part of this uh, the podcast. The next game that we got is going to be a two year wait, so they have a, a whole another year to get it out, and it's a Treyarch game, right? Both Warzone and the multiplayer. So, I think so Treyarch has been the, the best out of all the gaming companies since fucking Modern Warfare 2. It hasn't even been close at all. So I do have high hopes for that. But I'm really hoping that if, if they know what they're doing, they need to just say the fucking fuck the whole $70 package to get to get a game. That has been proven to not work since League of Legends and then Fortnite popularized it. So release yeah. a goddamn free game. Release all the guns that you've ever had. Release all the fucking attachments that you've ever had. Release all kinds of throwback maps as long as as well as new maps or whatever. Have the CDL and you can do it as a thing like week by week tournament. You yeah. can update uh, what you're gonna do. So like let's say let's say that like one tournament or like one quarter of a tournament, say it's like three tournaments or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a meta change, so you might have one gun that works better than another gun, but they're saying, okay, these are the game type rotations, these are the map rotations, and then they right. have their veto, their pick band system or whatever to get, to get those maps. I miss maps. that. Like, I do miss that. Can you imagine if we had every single Call of Duty, like, map and gun or whatever and right. doing that, and, like, they had With some sort of system? system for maps and shit? Yeah. yeah. And, like, like, we don't have to have, like, all of them incorporating because that would be a little bit too much. I think it would be cool. Yeah. But, like, one thing you could have, like, uh, you could even do something like a Modern Warfare 2 map pack or some shit where like mm -hmm. uh, so for the, that tournament in specific it's like you have Terminal and Skid Row as uh, two of the right. map options Favela and, then, and, and then the next tournament you have like a, a fucking Black Ops 2 or some shit like that so mm -hmm. I, I, I mean they have so much potential here and you know that they're going to get tons of money off microtransactions oh, yeah. so I don't, I don't know why they don't just do something like that I hope they well, do but I think they'll get too greedy do you see what they're doing next year? 
What? With the, uh, did you see what they're doing next year with the expansion? No. Onto this game? No. They're fucking coming out with a $70 expansion for this game next year. <laughs> oh, really? So, yeah. So you got to pay $70 to buy the game, and then next year they're going to have, so they're yeah. basically just releasing another game. Pretty much, yeah. Um, I'm going to see if I can find it. But yeah, it, they're releasing a premium expansion in 2023. And what? It's going to be fucking $70. Do you know what that all entails? Is it just like new maps, and new guns, um, new attachments? I'm on it. I'm looking at it right now. Give me one second. Um, new the next game is confirmed by Treyarch 2024. Yeah. I was talking um, to someone about that the other day, and they were like, uh, they're like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Where have you read that? I was like, trust me. I know some people that have pretty reliable information on Call of Duty, man. It's not. Yeah. yeah. So this doesn't tell me shit about that DLC, but um, they're going to be releasing a paid DLC alongside with Sledgehammer Games. That's all it really says. And it's going to be just like all the other games where they have map packs with new maps and stuff right. like that. Fucking so, probably. Yeah. it's Same polished herd. <laughs> I mean, it'll be from the same company, so at least it gives Treyarch another year to kind of perfect theirs. But uh... Right, but it's a fucking DLC. Like, don't be charging 70 bucks for, <laughs> for that shit, too. too. Like, uh, yeah. Your first game was fucking already too expensive with all the money you're getting. Yeah, and is it from Infinity Ward? Uh yeah, I think it's yeah it's just coming straight to this game uh, alongside Sledgehammer. So yeah, and uh, another thing that I was talking about, if you had the free Call of Duty game, just called Call of Duty and do that like rotations or whatever, you could yeah. also have like an in competitive league or playlist and stuff. You could have a jetpack one and you could have a regular mm-hmm. one, boots on the ground, so yeah. people can play like whatever they want three to. Type. I know 2025, apparently uh, Advanced Warfare 2 is supposed to come out or whatever, and I'm talking jetpacks. Jetpacks, I thought, added a whole level of mobility and movement that made mm-hmm. the game so much more of a skill gap, in my opinion, and made it so much right. more fun to play. So, I enjoyed them, yeah. Yeah. After Black Ops 3, Infi- Infinite Warfare was just kind of fucking shit. It, it really wasn't a good game. Yeah. But when it went back I like to the Boots zombies, on- but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. It went back to... um. After that, it went to fucking World War II, which was just dumb. I don't know why they ever thought yeah. that would be good. But <laughs> it, it, it's actually, I don't even think, because after that was Black Ops 4, right? Um, Yes, because it would have been rotated. Yeah, yeah, so it would have been rotated. And I never actually bought Black Ops 4, but I heard it was a really good game. But I liked it. I, I just, liked it a lot. I just couldn't go back to the boots on the ground. It just felt like way too easy. Yeah, that makes sense. So I think you should give people that option, because a lot of people talk about how... Uh, like some old school streamers that have played all the all the games, they talk about how Black Ops Three was their favorite game. Yeah. So I mean, that's my personal favorite. The nostalgia of Modern Warfare Two might put that above, but um, and I don't know games. why it would be so hard to put in a playlist like that. I don't. I don't think that would be an issue. I, I don't either. I think we kind of get like blurred lines with shit because uh, yeah, the, definitely. The, I don't think the devs are very transparent about what they can and can't do because like you would think that if they've already done it, that it would be saved in their servers. Right, like so, copy and paste. Yeah, so that they could just realistically copy and paste it into fucking their game. But apparently it is a lot more difficult than it is. So Yeah. I, I was talking to Dean about it. He knows something about all kinds of shit. And he's like, yeah, but as soon as you fuck with one thing and like add something that wasn't in there before, you'd fuck up a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah, that is the one thing about coding. There's one like, thing. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, because remember like Modern Warfare 2 when... um. 
they had the Javelin glitch where, like, they released an update and all of a sudden, like, if you, like, Y-wide it or something like that and ran around with your Javelin, every time you got shot, it just dropped right on it. You'd, yeah. fucking, you'd kamikaze. <laughs> yeah, right. the same tech. So that's why, but to catch you up a little bit, Stolze, we're talking about why. I was talking about a little bit about, like, incorporating a whole, you know, with this Call of Duty that's an all-encompassing game with all the maps and stuff like that, you could also have playlists that are jetpack friendly and boots on the ground friendly and stuff like that. And he was talking about, like, shouldn't it just be easy to, like, copy and paste that stuff in the game? And now a point that I want to make, too, like, even if it isn't that fucking easy, like, why would you not find a reason to do it? Because there's some people who probably are not playing these Call of Duties like me because there's no jetpacks. And you just have a whole nother, uh like fan base through through both avenues and keep it. Yeah, because I probably won't play if there's jetpacks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you you know that Call of Duty has the fucking fan base and the fucking money behind it to get people on there. Like it's one of the biggest games of all time. People are playing the right. fucking game, so you can have realistically as many playlists as you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I don't understand is like when you think back to like Halo Three, like Oh Seven. Uh-huh. You had so many playlists. Like you would have Forge? a sniper's playlist. You would have Forge. You would have Seven on the Seventh for double XP. Griff, bro, we were sp- like it was spoiled insane. with old school Halo, bro. <laughs> oh, spoiled. Dude. That game was way ahead of its time. We were in 2022 and 2007. Exactly, but now they just right. can't get their shit together, man. And that's an, that's another thing. Like, God, fucking is is Forge? Why I'm playing Call of Duty. Forge still isn't released in fucking Halo, right? It's slowly coming out. Okay, well, <laughs> some people have access. You've had Forge since like what Halo Two or some bullshit like that. Yeah, but uh, ever since Halo Reach, you haven't even been able to like, watch a uh, game film with multiple people. You Jeff. had to do it by yourself and sync it up and party. Oh, it was a dumb Jesus. like, this like is, going over scrim, like going over scrim like film was right. Stupid. This is, Still is. This so. is just shit that fucking I find completely unacceptable from fucking AAA gaming companies. Fucking. Fuck Activision. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. Yeah. No, but and and the, the most annoying thing is like when you look at all the most and when they keep saying like oh we don't want the the casual gamer to be drawn away or anything by getting dominated. Look at all these most popular games in the world right now. Yeah. They're all CS:GO focused around competitive. They're all focused around every single one of them. They're all focused around competitive. Yeah, and the developer helps the competition and the and the tournament committees and everything like that. Well, they the CDL has no help. Like no. it is the players making their own yeah. their own rules, their own everything, and it's like, and that's where the GAs come into play because people that like people like Shad and Spilly that might not watch. Yeah, they're like, why are these guys not using the M4? Right. Yeah. Like, why would they not be using the M4? That makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. I, I, right. The only thing that I will say about those games that are different than Call of Duty is the game is actually built around competitive. Call of Duty isn't. Call of Duty that's is... That's what I'm saying. Like, If you build it around competitive, like that's going to be the community that you bring in. I think that's... And you way, don't have to worry about it. I think that would be a way to draw back more continuous uh, views for the same game. However, I don't think they really have that issue because people are still buying the game. Right, they have they have their dedicated fan base. Yeah, for sure. You, I mean, I'm bu- I'm gonna buy Nike no matter what. Yeah, right. And when you have these but competitive like, games or whatever, the things that are bringing them back is seeing all these people, the new fucking uh, uh, up 
the new guy who fucking come in who's just fucking cracked his shit and is is mm-hmm. slaying everyone's like damn I want to do that and they have like a meta change that shifts everything the game evolves with the competitive scene and like as we know competitive gamers will go in and take a fucking game that devs have worked on for years and just immediately find fucking all kinds of shit with it oh they, yeah they know the dude like the the competitive Call of Duty pros or whatever they know which gun is going to be meta on the first like hour of the game being released oh yeah yeah Mm-hmm. For so. sure. Like they knew during the beta that the seventy four U was going to get G eight. Yeah, and, and like- so you wanted to talk a little bit about like we can. This is a perfect segue and not talking about the competitors and games like that. You want to talk a little bit about how the pro league, the CDL, Call of Duty League, is uh, having these huge GAing problems. And if anybody doesn't know, GAing stands for Gentlemen's Agreement, which means like all the pros get together in like a group chat type of thing, a discord and are like, yo, this shit's overpowered. We're just going to agree to not use this. And that's how a lot of it works. I think that it doesn't necessarily get like called to attention, but this has been in every single like call of duty game ever. I mean, it happens in fucking professional sports, like football and stuff like that too. There's just certain stuff that may not be against the rules, but you don't do it. Right? Yeah. It's like when you, you don't dunk in transition when you're up 30. Yeah. <laughs> It's, just, it's like just small little stuff right. like that mm-hmm. but it's to the point now where hex was talking on the optic podcast like they might have to delay the cdl season because nobody nobody was able to scrim for like the first i mean i think they're finally able to but nobody was able to scrim for like the first three weeks of the game so oh, it's shit. like the only people that were able to do it were the guys that figured out early how to do all the backdoor stuff and half of the time that's found out by ams so why weren't they able to scrim? I mean, I understand that they don't know exactly what is going to be banned and what's not going to be banned, but they can still play against each other and still learn the mechanics. Oh, no, that was that was a game issue, why they couldn't scrim. Really? How so? Yes. Yeah, so listen to this as my camera. Yeah, put your – yeah. Um, I don't know what's going on. But so what they had to do is they had to join a public match – back out of the public match, get invited to the private match, join the private match. All eight players have to do that in order for the for the private lobby to not drop right now to scrim. Yeah. I just watched I just watched uh Zuma do it in sub eights. That's I I just don't get it. I mean I do understand that, like, there is a disconnect between the devs and the the competitive community, but, like, this is something that you can't... You can't have an entire community of the game that's arguably one of the bigger communities, because, like, even the, even the, like, not hardcore gamers, even the casual gamers, they tune into the fucking competitive league. <laughs> I see you distracted the shit. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not taking any risks. Yeah. <laughs> even people tune into that. So for you to have, like, this entire community of, like, hardcore gamers that can't even fucking go in and scram, it's just It's their job, bro. You yeah. can't work. Yeah. That's like me going to do uh, plumbing underground. I don't have a shovel. No. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing? We right. can't even start. Like... <laughs> Yeah, no, man, it's just, it seems to be a complete shit show all around, and you know, like, I'm hearing from a a bunch of people who are like, oh, this feels like an old Call of Duty, this is, this is one of the best Call of Duties that there is, but a lot of people are also, like, prefixing it, like, well, it could be that if, and it's like, well, that's a big if, like, let's take some time and get the game fully developed before you release this fucking garbage, bro, (laughs) and, like, the thing about it is people keep doing it, and I will ask people straight up, stop giving fucking Call of Duty your goddamn money. Stop giving Activision your money. That's the only way that they'll learn. 
Now, this new yeah. game has a lot more potential, being Treyarch and having two more years, but I, I know I'm not going to just all go out at willy-nilly and buy it until I actually see some gameplay and stuff. So, Oh, I will. David, it, it, so... <laughs> My Here's most trusted people. <laughs> my, no, listen, 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 listen. You'll you'll understand my rationale here in a second. My two most trusted people go in this order: Joe Burrow, <laughs> Joe Burrow, David Vonderhaar. Vonderhaar is up. There, I bro. trust Vonderhaar with everything because no matter like think about where we went from Modern Warfare 19 to Cold War, just from a competitive standpoint, the maps, the gunplay, the the slide, like, dude, slide canceling. I don't care what anybody says. It wasn't the way that it was no, supposed to be no. working right. in the game. It was a broken mechanic. It shouldn't have been that way anyway. If you want advanced movement, fucking jetpacks, bro. <laughs> the sliding stupid. It's all it's all breaking cameras. Yeah. You don't get aim assist on the slides, and yeah. it's shit like that. It has nothing to do with positioning. You, like it was supposed to be a defensive getaway, like a dolphin dive thing, but it turned right. into offensive. Where you see somebody, you slide cancel real quick, break their camera, mm-hmm. and you shoot them. I I did it all the time, like <laughs> trust. Like my hands still hurt from playing two years of Warzone and Vanguard, but like the core mechanics of this game are so much better than what we've had since Cold War, where it comes down to just map knowledge, holding angles, knowing like, spawns are a little unpredictable depending on the playlist, but for the most part, it's all squad squad based. So if there's if if you're here, that's not gonna be like if there's no enemies here. That's not going to be where they're at. Now, from right. what I've heard and what I've seen, because a lot of people have issues with, you're talking about like a gameplay thing. When you're talking about like small arena shooters or whatever that's based around like six people or less, having a three-lane map with not too many fucking lines of sight is very key to building a like balanced game. And I know mm-hmm. apparently a lot of these games in this, this new Modern Warfare 2... They're not like that. There's a, way too many lines of sights or whatever. That's one of the reasons why I didn't get it, because I was kind of looking at it and was like, the beta has the three best maps, and the rest of them are just fucking this garbage shit that they fucking... And they had to get rid of one. Yeah. I was going to say, one of the beta maps ain't <laughs> even in the game because they got sued. They're getting rid of Hotel, too, for that reason. Yep. So they made... Oh, listen to this, really. They didn't get so the right made, to use the location. The so hotel... There was a five-star hotel, I think it's in Germany. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, or yeah, Germany, I think. Like yeah, that. sounds right. But Amsterdam, Germany, they made somewhere. an exact replica of this five-star hotel, right? The government comes in and says, you can't do that because people that potentially want to attack the building can legitimately run yeah. simulations right. and never have to go into the building until they decide to blow the fucking place up. Yeah. No. And they would know where everything is. Like they, like you walk around in there, you might you might be able to know where the water yeah, shut off yeah. is just because you played video games. I mean, it's <laughs> like, shot for shot identical. Like the only difference is yeah. decorations. Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> and they so they legitimately had to move, take it out. Of the it's game. not gone yet, but it's gonna be gone. And there's two of like, those. Yeah, maps. it's in the files. Yeah. How many yeah, maps are released with the game? Ten. 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 Yeah. So now you're back 12. down to eight. Fucking shit. No, it's supposed right. to be twelve. You're Call of Duty, bro. Releasing with fucking ten maps, and you have to go to eight. Shit. Shit. <laughs> At four of them are competitive. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nah, by the way, it's an Activision <laughs> ran league. Keep that in mind. It's an Activision ran league. Yeah, but they don't. They like, don't. Give they a don't shit. Prom- like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're. Like, when's the last time you went out and got your wallet out, walked over to your hall, walked over to your living room, 
throw your money into the fucking fire and just lit it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Activision right. does every single year, yeah, and then bitches yeah. at the co- bitches at the players are like, "Why aren't you guys making content?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, why can't you make a game that turns on and off? Yeah, it's like figure it out. <laughs> it turns off just fine yeah. whenever I don't want. Oh, yeah, it. definitely. Yeah, bro. Nah, it's fucking the, the game's tilting, man. I've, you were talking about it a, a little bit before. Um, you're like, maybe you just don't enjoy video games. So I was like, nah, I was actually really <laughs> enjoying fucking Apex before I played. I've hopped on Valorant a couple no. times. I was enjoying that fucking Call of Duty. Just feels like fucking same old COD. Yeah, it's the same just old me fucking fish sandwich of, uh, at the local fucking festival, bro. Yeah, that was just me piggybacking off of you. Uh, <laughs> when I said you were looking for every reason not to buy multiplayer. <laughs> so I was like, I, I still don't think I'm wrong. It's just, and it sucks too because it could be so like great. Wars, you're, you're, not, you're just not gonna like Warzone as much as you could if you don't have a multiplayer. That, that's fine. I, from what I've played with Warzone, <laughs> it's it, I, I'll play when people were on. But like, I, right now that we've got this out, that was a lot of the reason why I was jumping back on or whatever. I mean, and you guys do play a decent amount, so I, I'll still be playing it. I'll, I'll level up and see how it goes for a while. I'm definitely not done playing it, but I, I don't see myself playing it for a very long extended period of time or more than other games like right i've i've gotten to a point now where like i do want to hop on with you and hubbard to play some some valorant because that game seems really fucking fun and then i've gotten halfway decent at apex now and apex is just fun and i got a lot of really good friends that play that too so um yeah i'm scared to play valorant valorant's hard as fuck i'm scared (laughs) well it's hard now would be it's not even i'm i just know what's gonna happen and i'm gonna have Two thousand hours. Yeah, <laughs> like, I just I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, it's fun, but I just can't. Do it's it. a lot. Yeah, no, that's. I'm gonna like I'm just gonna get addicted to it. That's one of the reasons why I never played CS:GO was because it was like. So, yes, it's another reason why I yeah, still don't have like, it downloaded because I don't want to. I don't want to flick somebody with an op and yeah. it changed everything. Yeah, it's just like, like, it's, like, fun, man. it's like the first time. It's like oh no, right. <laughs> Yeah, man. But shit, uh, I think we've talked enough about Call of Duty, skill-based matchmaking and stuff like that. We're getting up on the 45-minute mark, so I'm going to go ahead and bring it into our last section, which is what you've been sipping on, uh, which is basically any type of media that you've consumed in the past couple of uh, weeks, I guess, because you guys aren't like continuous on here. So anything you really want to put on there? Um, Shad, let's start out with you. Um, Not much, honestly. It's been streaming Thursdays and Sundays, but... Mainly been playing Call of Duty just because that's in right now and everything. That's what all my yeah. my streamer friends are playing and all kinds of shit. So just been trying to get a shitload of shorts and TikToks out of that and streaming that. I, I'm debating going back to Overwatch. I've been playing a little more horror. Yeah. Um, there's a new game coming called the Callisto Protocol. It's supposed to be like Dead Space and Alien Isolation combined. So oh, that looking forward to that for YouTube. Yeah. So. Yeah. That should be fun. I'm not a huge fan of like horror games or whatever, um, but like the the whole space like sci-fi saga or whatever, I think that's yeah. a really interesting place to put the horror uh, genre. I really I really enjoyed Alien Isolation for that reason. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not big on like I wasn't big on horror I should say um, until I started making content, but it's been so fun just exploring all these other games that, I've never played before. That seems to be how it goes for most people. Most people are like, right. I don't really enjoy the horror <laughs> games all that much. Of course, they're meant to fucking scare you. But then you, you start to. But right. it gets you viewers. Like, people fucking enjoy watching you get scared. So, like, Well, and it's, it's not just that. It's just, like, it's a different avenue for games that I've never played before. So, it, it's, like, everything's just so new to me. So, it's it's been cool. I'm, I'm enjoying them. Yeah. 
Yeah, but you got a lot of shit. Anything you and Wifey have been like watching before bed or anything? Um, she's been watching Shameless. I know it's kind of an older show, but <laughs> it's a fucked up show. <laughs> Shameless is dope, bro. Fucking it Shameless is, good. is my goddamn family. <laughs> it's good. Other than that, not really though. Yeah, nah. I've been uh, I've been tuning in. I mean, I've been working on a lot of this type of stuff, but I recently mm -hmm. uh. College football has been real big for me the past couple of weeks. I've really followed, yeah. followed college football. Not as huge of an NFL guy, except for the fucking Bengals. God damn it, we're about ready to fucking, <laughs> fucking go, uh, about ready to go off. God damn it. But um, yeah, I've been doing a lot of that, and then I recently started watching this anime called Monster, um, which was uh, anime that this guy that I used to watch like. He'd do, like, videos every couple months, and he'd, like, do anime reviews, you know? He'd do, like, the fucking, like, end of the year, his top animes and stuff like that. And that was one of his most recommended anime. Uh, and I started watching it a couple years ago, but, like, just couldn't really fucking stay focused on it. Not that I wasn't interested. I couldn't do it. So I'm starting to watch it now, and I think I've realized why that happened. It starts out really slow, and now that I've gotten to, like, mm -hmm. 20 or so episodes in, it's starting to pick up a lot. So I have high hopes for that. Apparently, it's a really good one. We'll see. We'll see how that pans out. So, so what about you, Stalzy? Uh, I've been on like three wormholes recently. Like it's Bengals, obviously number one, especially when they win. Yeah. Then I'm a absolute slut for <laughs> yeah. uh, sports shows on Monday morning. Oh yeah. Um, number two, just Call of Duty stuff, yeah. YouTube stuff, CDL, just keeping up with all that, seeing what just. See what my old teammates up to, see how they're doing, shit like that. And um, the third one is I've been super into this, like, military wormhole. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this Sean Ryan guy. Sounds he's a former, yeah, he's sounds a former, familiar. He's a former Navy SEAL, and he interviews other Navy SEALs and other people that were in, you know, Ukraine soldiers and spe mm -hmm. French Special Forces, people from all over, but Army people and stuff like that, but... He interviewed the guy that killed Bin Laden, and it was a five-hour interview, and he, like, broke the whole thing down, and it was, like, the easiest five hours of just straight listening. Yeah. it's It was it was fascinating, right. and then, like, that got me into a wormhole of checking out his other guys, Bro, and he I absolutely interviewed love uh, those moments when you're just fucking, yeah. like, this is so genuinely <laughs> easy it. to this fucking consume right, right yeah. now. It's fucking fantastic, bro. Well, the best one was... Um, well, I, that one was really good, but there was this Cody Alford dude. So he was a uh, Marine Raider, and he was in uh, Fallujah, which Fallujah was one of the uh, most occupied cities by the Taliban. It was one of their, like, literal hotspots, mm -hmm. big-time big time issue area. And they're sitting there fighting back and forth, you know, across a couple buildings. And he said he peeks out of this window, and all of a sudden, bang, everything goes black. And he said... And he literally referenced Call of Duty. And I know for a fact that you guys are going to understand what I'm about to say. I think I heard about he, this. Like, he said, <laughs> no, so he said he had an outer body experience. Mm -hmm. From the top down, he could see the buildings that he was in. He could see his body. He could see his squad mates next to him. He could see the enemies across the street that he was fighting. Like when you spawn in Call Like he literally said, mm -hmm. it's like when you spawn in Call of Duty and you can see everything. And he said, and then he just got snapped back into it. Down. Yeah. 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 He got shot in the helmet, and he was, like, severely concussed to the point where he was, like, Tua. Yeah. Like, he was, like, fetal, oh, like, fetal position. Yeah. Right. And he woke Fins up to up. his buddy. He <laughs> right. woke up to his buddy just kicking him in the leg. Like, wake up! We are going to be fucked if you don't wake up! <laughs> yeah. So he's, like, so he's, like, throwing up and shit. 
they call in a um uh like a um what the fuck's it called like when they're real close a danger close mm. like you call it, like they're calling in this airstrike across the street <laughs> like yeah. it has to be perfect and so they're like calling the danger close run backwards and they, they ended up walking for like five miles and he said this dude he was like i was so just concussed and blacked out he was like i was throwing up every 30 seconds he was like it was the worst yeah. shit ever but just hearing like the story from that person oh yeah like you can feel it it's it's crazy right right yeah i i'd, I'd like to that sounds fucking interesting as shit I'd, yeah i'll yeah, link it to you for sure because I, I might have to check that out but like when i uh when i watched um is it Marcus Luttrell? You know the Lone Survivor. Yes, Marcus I watched Luttrell. him. I uh, watched him on Joe Rogan's podcast one time, and um, you know it was interesting. But I wasn't a huge fan of him. I mean, obviously he's not like a talk show host or anything like that. But I felt like he wasn't necessarily presenting himself the in in the best way. So I'd like to see some of the other people that that they did because like that's a hell of a story, and it just didn't necessarily come off the way that it needed to me for me right. the most interesting part about that podcast is it actually kind of went viral a little bit at the end of it he goes they're talking about like something that's going on with russia and um uh, uh the united states or some shit and he goes and joe's like oh well that sounds interesting he's like well i gotta go take a piss he's like when i come back do you want to talk about it and he's like yeah and he gets up to take a piss and it just cuts like they just they just got rid of the rest of the podcast it's like they, God yeah damn, they even bro. they even mentioned it it was like two hours of the podcast yeah. that they cut yeah and like they, they just something that they couldn't post i guess so huh <coughs> oh shit yeah, like this dude was saying, his name's Rob O'Neill, the guy that killed Osama bin Laden. He was saying that the reconnaissance that they had on this house, he was like, I don't even know how they found this house. He was like, they found out Osama bin Laden was 10 miles away from the Iraqi border in a house in Pakistan. Yeah. And he was like, they don't, he's like, we don't know how, the, how this how this person found him or whatever. So they described the house to him or whatever. They're like, so-and-so is going to be here. So-and-so is going to be here. So-and-so is going to be here. When you walk inside of this house, you're going to go to your right. To your left, there's going to be a staircase. Osama bin Laden's son is going to be sitting at the steps. He's going to be armed. He's his last arm of defense. He was like, I turn that corner. I look up those stairs, those staircase. He's like, and sure as shit, there's that kid. Yeah. He's like, we get rid of that kid. We go. She was like, you're going to walk in there. You're going to see Osama bin Laden, his wife, and their kid. He's like, I walked in there, shot Osama bin Laden three times in the head. And there was his wife and kid. Yeah. And he was like, holy Damn. shit. He's like, I felt, he's like, I felt worse for the kid. Than anything. He's like, you have nothing to yeah. do with this. Right. There's got to be so yeah. many different emotions going through. Like, I, not only did I just kill like the single fucking most known terrorist in fucking probably the entire world, but I also just took away a father and a fucking husband and shit like that. And fucking, yeah, yeah. Just the just the fucking you know the fact that you fucking are so fucking good at what you do that you were in the position to be there to take out that guy right. is just something in and of right. itself so it's insane yeah nah, i would definitely like to hear some of those stories because that yeah and he's got he's got a pretty wide spectrum because like he did those guys and then the next podcast i listened to was roger reeves who was escobar's number one uh smuggler oh really so he doesn't just yeah. do military he... personnel no, oh, like okay. he like and Roger Reeves talks about everything. Like he served all of his prison time and everything. Like he talks about everything. I mean, why not? Fucking And Escobar wasn't even the biggest uh smuggler. Oh, that right. Ozoa guy. He said that Ozoa guy was pushing way more weight. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I'll have to check that dude out. Fucking that might be one of my new top guys. Right now it's Rogan and fucking Lex Friedman, but Lex Friedman's got some this dude's like 
this dude has like a Rogan feel to it. Like this dude that's interviewing, like when these dudes are talking, like all you hear is them talking. He doesn't interrupt. He just like sometimes yeah. the gu- the guest will talk for forty five minutes. Well, that's one of the things about Joe Rogan's podcast that makes it a little bit different than a lot of them because like people call him like the best interviewer of all time. But what makes his podcast so much like better is him his and his personality. He he bounces stuff off. He bounces ideas off. He is very good at interviewing. But if you watch like just so before, engaged, like Lex Friedman, I feel like Lex Friedman is a way better interview than Joe Rogan is. Way better. Hmm. So, um, yeah. I can see that. I don't know. We got anything else we want to talk about, boys? We're rolling up on about 55 minutes. Um, I'm gaining a lot of trust in this Bengals team. Oh, you want to talk about the Bengals? <laughs> Let's do it, bro. Fuck it. I do. Yeah. Um, I want to go on. I need to go on record about about it. Um, Zach Taylor, still not that good of a coach. I don't care what anybody says. There's mo- there's, moments, calling, I'd agree. there's moments with the play calling that could be like game like just the way they sometimes and it happened like four times this year it just felt like from the first snap the game was already like away from him yeah like, like the fucking like, grounds game yeah like yeah. you just can't reel it back in and while our offense is so good if you start slow you have to play perfect football for two quarters three quarters whatever like we did it three times in the playoffs. And it seems you know like I mean? almost like, all of our wins, except Carolina, have been that way. Yes. And maybe Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. Now, with that being said, I'm worried about this weekend. Um, just this revenge, a, revenge game yeah, factor-wise. I think this is a losable yeah. game. I think this is... I, oh, it's for where, sure losable. Where we're looking at right now, with our ability to not have our fucking arguably top player and best receiver fucking chase in right now, I think that they've found their fucking stride. Is he back for sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think now, he's expected to I, I play. think that we found a good, nice little fucking rhythm with a bunch of other people. I hope that Chase does not limit us because I noticed that back in the past couple games when he was in, we tried to force the ball to him too much. And, like, we have way more weapons than fucking just Jamar Chase. Yes, is he our best player and our best receiver? Probably. Sure, you can argue that point. But if you're forcing it to him every fucking down, then you're just becoming one-dimensional, and you can't be that way. Right. And, and, yeah. and Dalton did the same thing with Green. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. And Green just wasn't and, as good and, as Kamar or and, T, right. in my opinion. I mean, we can talk about fucking Dalton, like, the year, even though McCarron was even playing that game with, like, Pittsburgh. We had the most talented team in the NFL, I think, that year. And I think that this team is exponentially more talented. Oh, I think that after, if, if you watched that Titans game last week, you should be fucking scared of the talent that the Bengals have on their team. Maybe not the when? coaching, maybe not the play calling, but from a pure talent aspect, yeah. this might be Personnel. the best team in the league. I, I yeah. would argue that it is. I I don't know if I'm ready to call it the best team. Not Shift, best like, team, most talented. Like, they're definitely the deepest. Deepest. Yeah, yes. That's what I'm trying to like, say. Dude, it is like next man, like Trent and Irwin, yeah. just out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Right. But my thing, the one thing I want to go on record about, I think the Bengals end up with a higher seed than the Bills. I, I, I was... And hear me out on this, because the Bills... The rest of the Bills' schedule goes as follows. Page, uh, at the Patriots, versus the Jets, versus the Dolphins, at the Bears, at the Bengals, uh, versus the Patriots. That's not Four necessarily that's not necessarily any different than the Bengals playing Chiefs at home, Browns at home, at Tampa, at New England, 
at home against the Bills, at home against the Ravens. I think that we have the tougher schedule, but the way that uh, <laughs> the Dolphins the and Jets been, are eight and three and seven and four. I know, yeah. but but the way that Allen has been playing, I definitely say that you might have a point there because they haven't been playing necessarily as much as they need to, and with that level of competition, it's crazy. Their defense is hurt. Yeah, but to be honest, I'll probably get some shit for this, but. I don't know if the Chiefs are as good as their record either. Have you seen their schedule? I they did. played no well, one. Same with, like, with the Eagles. Yeah, like, I, I don't know that. what right. I can't decide on the Eagles or the Dolphins. I like, actually did that this week. I looked that up, and I was like, this doesn't right. necessarily – I mean, they're still fucking a very talented They're good. Team. They're, they're very good They've team. got that whole revenge thing going on because we came back in the second yeah. half to beat them twice last year. So they're, they're going to be ready. Now, I'm hoping that we might just be their fucking cancer, and we might just go in and right. absolutely mock We might just rounds. be rent free. Yeah. Like, straight up, we might – might be rent free. Yeah, and like, fucking if we do it a third time, we might live in fucking Reed's fucking, yeah. mi- or we might live rent free in Reed's mind. And, and no, it's honestly, the, it'll um, be the Orange Kingdom. Yeah, it makes me feel better not having Cheeto since they don't have Tyreek. Yeah, yeah, uh, Ty- Tyreek is definitely one of the weapons that they they. Uh, it, it, I, I thought it was weird that they got rid of him. What was that fucking? Yeah. I don't pay attention to most of it. Like, I don't watch. Money. I don't watch the games. I watch that they fucking. Paid. Crazy ass Jaguars. Uh, I gave him a home half a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I think he was just free. Like, yeah, that's, that's what I would have figured. Yeah, but I, I, when I look at like the NFL, I don't watch many of the other games unless you know it's something like the Ravens Jaguars game, which actually matters to us because we're behind the Ravens. Right. I, I do pay attention to like stats and records and who's playing who and seeing what's going on uh, in the entire league. So, um, yeah, I think that the Bengals are fucking way more talented than they've ever been been i think they're super fucking deep this year i think that they've Over proven that they can compete with good, anybody dude. it's just a question of whether or not our fucking uh play calling can stand up with some of these other teams and uh we can stay healthy it's our yeah. first quarter yeah. like yep straight Absolutely. up like it's a matter of if we if are we down 13 17 14 nothing in the first quarter or is it 10-7 is it 7-3 yeah. like right where Gotta are we at close. because zach doesn't know what he wants to do in the first half of games if his shit's not working yeah no and like, it's, it's not always necessarily a bad thing because i'd rather be a second half team than a first half team cause, absolutely because the teams get beat in the second half so uh as long as we can keep it close and don't fucking suffer from the Browns game. The only game that I really saw this year that the Bengals like was just like, "What the fuck are we doing?" Was the goddamn Browns game. It made absolutely yep. it happens no every sense. year. Yeah, every and hopefully year. we can get a fucking Burrow can get a dub over the goddamn Browns. Well, and our run defense I mean, dude, is so good, and we hold Henry to under a hundred yards in two games, yeah. but we can't fucking stop Nick stop Nick Chubb. Yeah. <laughs> well, they also got two backs. Well, yeah, yeah. So they got fresh legs going at all times. Right, right. They ain't like Kareem some. <laughs> fucking Joe Yeah, Schmo. absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Like, he'd be in Kansas City if he didn't do that shit. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. We got a. Uh... But offensive line's looking good. Our defensive line, bunch of fucking dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Secondary, whatever. Eli Apple's good for one play a game, and then he Eli looks Apple's lost on five. the best the defensive player on the entire team this year, bro. I think he's let up one touchdown. Uh, Sam yes, Hubbard has entered bro. the chat. What the yeah, fuck are we talking yeah. about? Sam back. Hubbard is literally dominating. Apple, like, bro. He's having a great season. Everybody no. fucking hates on him, bro. But he's doing you could his argue, fucking job. You could argue just, Reader, too. Yeah. Wasn't, if he didn't huge. get hurt. He yeah, didn't he get hurt. hurt but. Sam, Hubbard, Sam Hubbard, while Reader was out, like... Oh, he was phenomenal. He's, yeah. 
off the edge, he's just so good and run like in run defense, he is just so good. He re just reads the ball perfectly. Right. I mean, that's what you get when you play GCL South football. You know, that's <laughs> <laughs> what happens. Hell yeah, elder, elder, that's elder. That seems like a fucking good way to end this fucking podcast. It's been episode 44 of Your House, Our Rules. Peace! Who day? Who day? <laughs>